0: Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Here's what you do. You throw down $5 on uh, these tournament games still remaining, and if that team wins, you get $200 in free plays. That simple, that easy. All right. Joined by the big dog, Brody Dryden. I am Mike Luke. You might be saying, Mike, what's going on in the interior? Well, you know what? I decided that I was going to start remodeling my interior a little bit. I chose a bad day being that it's raining. But you know what? It's a first-world problem, and I'm here to – that's why we got the big dog here to explain some stuff for you. How you doing,
1: Brody? Doing great, doing great. Mike, you better be uh, putting up some back VA wallpaper, cardinal, cardinal red and navy blue all over the place. That's what I. And expecting. you know me, you know how I roll. I'm going to
0: have a surprise for everybody out there. Brody's <laughs> going to be Brody's going to be getting an Instagram shot of that one for sure, no doubt. There we go. Um, I wanted. To, we got a lot to get to today. Um, obviously, we're talking with the voice of the women's basketball team, Brody Dryden. First and foremost, Brody. Um, let's rehash the season a little bit. Then I want to talk kind of about you. And this is, you know, this is your first year. You were spectacular along the way, and I just want to kind of get your uh, get your take on everything. But first and foremost, season comes to an end against North Carolina. And I was talking with PJ Brown a little bit last week, and I think this was the. I think people also need to understand with the with this basketball team, with this program, the level they're at. But it's also you can't just replace somebody like an Arie McDonald. So yes, Arizona was in the top ten, the top fifteen, but at the end of the day, it's also something that's difficult to replace on one year notice.
1: Yeah, it, it absolutely is, and uh, not not to say I I think that one thing going to uh, the end of this season is they got a pretty tough um, pull Go, going against that UNLV team in the in the first uh game in the first round as they were a 13 seed. And and right. UNLV had a better record than the U of A going into that one as a 13 seed where Arizona's the four seed. And of course the strength of schedule um plays a large part in that with UNLV in the Mountain West and everything. But they were a solid team. Arizona uh, only won by five points when you know normally you'd expect a little bit more than that. But yeah, that that North Carolina game—it was tough, and you could definitely tell. Uh, you know, the, the missing element was somebody that could score, kind of kind of right. like Airy McDonald, a, a good shooter. Um, and you know, if they had a guard that you know had that good outside shot that could consistently score threes and really, you know, carry the team. That you know, the team is so strong in so many other areas, and. Uh, they've got a couple, you know, shooters, like shooting specialists right. and, and stuff, but not necessarily shot creators like Harry McDonald was. And you could tell they lacked that in, in the North Carolina game. I mean, they, they kept the points relatively low, holding them to only 63 points, but then only scoring 45. There's your issue right there. And, you know, you'd expect or, or want maybe um, Kate Reese or, or Lauren Ware, somebody down low to – you know, be the the big body inside and and score more down there. We come to find out that Kate Reese could play, and she obviously did. Still needing surgery um, mm-hmm. on, on her shoulder that that's going to be happening this week, I, I believe. Um, and she'll be focused on recovery before next season. But but you could tell the team did lack um, some some of that shot creation and a, a player like Erin McDonald, that obviously was so for, um, big in their tournament run last year.
0: All right, so we'll get ahead a little bit to next year. So you get – obviously you lose Sam Thomas, and that's not something that – you can't just minimize losing arguably the best defensive player in the country. So, and, you know, she was obviously the backbone of that team. But you look at Ra- – I mean, you've got Kate Reese coming back. You've got, you've got some of the core, and you've got the best recruiting class in school history coming in. Uh, you know, obviously, everybody knows about Maya Naji, But this is a team that, while they could be young, playing a lot of young players next year, Brody, they're not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They're still going to be one of the most talented teams in one of the best conferences in the sport. Um, and I think that, you know, the, there's still going to be some challenges because uh, of it's going to be the first year without Sam Thomas. That was right. always somebody that could lock down um, the opposing team's wing or guard uh, if they had one that that needed to be defended. I mean, the one nice thing, Ben Yaney's coming back. Shayna Pellington and Kate Reese are all coming back. Ben Yaney, I think, is, is pretty – I don't know if it's fair to call her an un- underrated defender, but I'd say only underrated. People know she's a great defender, but only because she's uh, been on the same team as Sam Thomas, who, right. like you mentioned, right. is known to be one of the best uh, defensive wings in the entire country. So I, I think Bendu still being around is going to be huge um, for the team defensively. And, you know, bringing Kate Reese back, Lauren Ware is going to be entering uh, her third year. Maddie Connor, uh, mm-hmm. Coach um, Coach Barnes has talked about her development uh, and, and just work ethic throughout the season. and And not just that, but uh, she's become somewhat of a younger leader on the team as well. So, uh, you know, some vocal leadership from her and just being around now for her third season, that's going to be a lot. So you, you mix that experience with a lot of eager, uh, incredibly talented freshmen coming in, the most uh, talented freshman class that the school's seen. Uh, it, it We should be uh, ready for a fun year.
0: All right. So, Brody... Um... How old are you right now? Uh,
1: Twenty-three.
0: All right. So um, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give a little bit of a, I'm going to give a little bit of a background story right here. Um, a guy that I do my pre and post game shows with, a guy named John Schuster. He first met. He was working at the radio. This is back about twenty something years ago, m- more than that maybe. And a guy by the name who was working at the U of A at the time was a radio guy. Came in there by the name of Ryan Radke and. Schuster told me then he told me this probably seven, eight years ago. He said, you know, I knew that there was something a little bit different about that guy and you knew that he was going to go on and he was going to do some stuff. Ryan Radke now is the voice of the NFL on Westwood one amongst other things. Um, When the big dog Brody Dryden came in, I was still working at the radio and you could just tell, well, gosh, what were you 21 at the
1: time? either 20 or 21. Yeah. The way that might've been 20 when I started.
0: Right. The way that Brody carried himself, the way that he, the way that he interacted was something of somebody about 20 years older than him. So the fact that he's in the position doing what he does right now is something that I'm not in the least bit surprised about. And it's incredibly rare. You don't see somebody that is able to handle the reins on a big time program, the way Brody did this past season and did it flawlessly. My question, big dog is going into the season and let's take it through. What was your, what were your concerns? What were your expectations going into the season uh, covering this women's basketball team?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, and I, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate your words, Mike. It really means a lot. And um, you know, I just feel so incredibly lucky to, you know, have the gig that I do covering the women's basketball game. What, uh, women's basketball team and I, I truthfully feel felt the same uh three years ago when i was 20 years old and got hired at the radio station and uh i, I was able to work with you and kevin and uh, and everyone back there uh, going into work every day it was um just such a great experience and i, I ser- seriously think about it at least every day and uh my guy, really, that really means value. a lot to of- me. Yeah, it really—it re- was such a valuable experience. It, it formed so much, and you know that was apart from uh, camp student radio at the U of A that I, I kind of used that experience to, um, y- you know, get to the radio station when when we worked together uh, there. I mean, that's what made me fall in love with with broadcasting, and uh, it, it really helped me learn so much, uh, and and I, I just really enjoyed that. I think about it all the time, and and I miss it um, a lot too. So, so I appreciate those words, Mike. I, 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 I did, uh, really love it, but yeah, in terms of going into, uh, this year for, uh, covering the women's basketball team, I was obviously nervous because anytime I had done, uh, or I'd covered U of A sports before it was definitely from a more, uh, separate angle, Uh, honestly, just I, even at at the radio station or at camp student radio, it's, I'd covered the women's basketball team for camp and had commentated games um, and everything. But it's kind of like you, you show up at the stadium, you sit up in the in the stands over in the corner, right, and, right, uh, right. you know, and, and then you leave at the end of the day. But, you know, uh, going into this one, I was nervous, you know, hosting the coaches show at the Dia Barnes and uh, traveling with the team. And, you know, going going to shoot arounds, going to all, all these different things and actually being involved, you know, with the program, it was certainly a nerve wracking experience because it was like, oh, man, what if what if they don't like me? What if I? Uh, and, and not 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 to mention that the, there's you know such a bigger audience people are tuning into these games right. not not to discredit our student radio broadcasts but you kind of it's a different animal it, for sure yeah it, it's certainly <laughs> a different animal and it's like hopefully my parents are listening or a friend or two um but yeah the, you know people uh, you know the community is tuned in um on the radio and listening and that's what what they're you know relying on to to tune into the games a, a lot of the time, so I mean, it was it was just such an honor going in. I, I was most definitely nervous. I, I remember, uh, you know, the first exhibition game. I was just literally kind of, you know, when you get so nervous, you feel like kind of cold and yeah, uh, you, you know, it, it feels exactly. like it was like yeah, yeah, almost like shaky or something. That's I couldn't believe it, and it was the, I, what was it against Eastern. I was going to say, was say, wasn't it like one of the
0: directional Mexico schools or New yeah, Mexico?
1: Was, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Eastern New Mexico. Um, and, you know, the first half of the game, I, was, I just had that nervous, cold feeling. And luckily, I don't think, you know, that game was on a ton of people's radar. It was a, It was an exhibition game for Arizona, and, you know, people were paying attention. Um, and whatnot, but maybe they were more looking forward to the first game of the season. So we had a couple exhibition games. You know, the players got warmed up, they got ready, and so did I. So then by the time that first game of the season rolled around, um, I was a lot more ready to go. But, you know, I, I came in with experience, uh, you know, working at the radio station doing uh, student radio covering U of A softball the year prior, uh, working with the Tucson Sawaros, doing a lot of baseball play by play. As well, um, uh, you know, I, I came in with with some experience, but I gained more experience, you know, broadcasting, uh, living, traveling, uh, and just learning so much throughout this season than I, I think I thought I ever would. So it was, it was a great time.
0: What was the grind? What was the grind like? Because, you know, when you're covering a team like that, I mean, you're not covering, you know, a a Division three team right here. You're covering a top, you know, 15 basketball program. You've got a coach's show responsibilities. You've got I mean, just was were you prepared for the grind? Was it something that you, you know, adapted to? What was that like?
1: Oh, well, sort of. I mean, you know, Mike, with my dad watching him and uh seeing how he prepared before games and you had the best mentor
0: possible. That's for sure.
1: Exactly. You know, I, I sort of knew what I was getting into because of that being, being around him, um, knowing how to prepare, getting a lot of good advice and, and kind of knowing what I was in for, but, um, it's, you know, always going to be a little bit different. And yeah, that's, that is one thing where I thought about, um, you know there's two games a week normally Uh, obviously it sort of changes in the non-conference schedule if there's an extra game or you know the schedule's weird but two games a week um so it's like oh yeah you kind of show up for a couple hours for the games and and you're good to go no it's like you you have to (laughs) you have to use the entire week to kind of prepare it's a constant news cycle of especially with this team what, what a high caliber team they were and um you know in the spotlight getting awards uh news was coming out it was it was great to have you know pj brown kim das troy hutchison all these uh you know local media um covering the team you mike you know yeah. always having me on and pj on and stuff and yeah. trying to keep up with the the constant news cycle which i think we're, we're really lucky to have a constant news cycle for our, our women's basketball program because not all schools, not all programs are lucky to have coverage like that. So I, I tried to take advantage, do my research, do my homework. And um, yeah, like you said, coaches' shows on Tuesday nights. So you had to prepare for that. The, you know, it was an hour long, but, you know, trying to prepare an hour of discussion, you know, you, right. kind of you, you, using all the, um, different news that they came out and stuff. That was one of my biggest challenges because I knew the play-by-play right? or um, right, I done play-by-play. That's what I, I, you know, signed up to do that. That's kind of the, the big highlight, but the coaches show was definitely a daunting task for me because I'm um, you know, I, I love being on, on the talk shows with you, Mike, but I, it's, it's just kind of a different animal. It's different entirely, you know. my man. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was definitely a challenge, but I loved it too. I, I learned to, um, love and embrace the challenges and, and have fun with it because that that's what really the goal is. You, you want to have fun. You want the listeners to have fun and I hope we accomplish that goal too.
0: All right, big dog, before we sign off right here, first of all, where can they follow, find you on Twitter? You're keeping the Twitter handle, correct?
1: Yeah. As, as far as right now, I'm keeping it coyote. Okay, Bro. Yeah. So okay. uh, shoot me a follow everybody.
0: Okay, but now Brody's not going anywhere, Brody. You're still – so now you're going to be uh, – you're transitioning over to the uh, a different uh, – well, I was going to say to a different field. Well, they don't play on the basketball field, but what are you going to be doing now?
1: Yep, I'm going to be doing uh, Arizona softball. I already started uh, this past weekend, kind of a quick turnaround there from, mm-hmm. uh, from basketball. But uh, Arizona softball, we're going to be broadcasting all the home games. No – no away games, unfortunately, uh, this season for softball. But we're, we're doing all the the home games until the end of the season, and then hopefully uh, postseason as well. So next game is going to be on Friday at five o'clock um, Arizona time. Arizona's t- taking on Washington at, at home. So we'll be on the air fourteen hundred KTUC um, online as well. So make yes. sure to tune in.
0: All right, my man. We're going to have you on uh, uh, throughout the season. Uh, Obviously, you keep doing what you're doing. You're certainly on the right path, and uh, shoot me that text.
1: All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Mike. All right,
0: man. Talk to you soon. Brody Dryden, voice of the Arizona women's basketball team right there and of the softball team. All right. Now, we're going to talk a little bit. uh, We're going to talk a little bit of basketball now. We're going to talk a little bit of football here in just a second, but – 1400 the Tucker. You know how we roll here, Alfred. Thanks for tuning in, my man. All right. One thing I do want to tell you about, though, is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. All right. Throw down $5 on a these remaining NCAA tournament games. And if you win, you get $200 in free plays. Now, 21 and up, Arizona only. Got a gambling issue, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They'll get you taken care of. I like Duke, unfortunately, to win it. But you know what? I'm not very good at this kind of stuff. So go ahead and take that for it with a grain of salt. But I'm, uh, you know, DraftKings Sportsbook app code word PHNX. That's where you want to be. All right. So. Arizona spring football is going on right now. We're going to be having one of the two, uh, the color commentator for the team Lamont Lovett on, on Thursday. Very excited to hear what Lamont has to say. One of the really good dudes in the industry, but a couple things, a couple observations just from being in a couple practices, obviously it was out of town for quite a bit, but the, the Noah Fafita at the quarterback position, I think a lot of people know who he is. But they're also questioning, all right, so what is the exact deal? What is he – is he tall enough? Can he play? Just through watching a couple practices and talking with some people that have been there more than I have that can really elaborate on it, they've been impressed by what the Signal Colorado Servite High School has been able to do. He's been able to command the offense. He's been able to make plays. And, again, it'd be a massive upset if Jade Delora wasn't your starting quarterback this year. But he's also, but Noah Fafita is going to be knocking right on that door right there. He is a guy that um, is probably the future quarterback at that position. Obviously, Braden Dorman will have something to say, but between Delora. Jordan McLeod, Noah Fafita, I think the Arizona quarterback situation is in fairly decent hands, certainly better hands than it was last year. You look around at some of the other positions, and we'll, I'm going to try to get Michael Lev on here to talk about it. does great work at the Daily Star. He's a big Jonah Coleman fan, running back, obviously, out of uh, uh, California as well. But the thing that you just really notice about this squad is how big they are on the outside, the at the wide receiver position they are huge now everybody knows about Tury McMillan but we've talked about it AJ Jones is 64 65 Jacob Cowing isn't a big guy but he absolutely dominated practice the other day Kevin Green they have a just a a huge table of guys right there that can all play and are i think honestly are going to be problems for the rest of the conference It's going to take a little bit of time, but if you could make it out to, uh, to a football practice, great weather right now, obviously today it's raining, but you don't have to worry about it because tomorrow there will be another practice. So again, I would, I'd highly recommend going out there and seeing what they have to do out there. And I just wanted to flip over real quick. I wanted to flip over to the basketball side and, uh, a lot of people are asking, you know, what's going on with uh, what's going on with this team, you know, for next year. If you were to ask me, and this is just my guess, not an insider. I just kind of call what I see. And some people talk to me from time to time, but I don't really have any inside info on this. But I would imagine that Ben Matherin is gone. duh. But I think Dalen Terry probably comes back and Coloco is the wild card right there because if Christian Coloco does come back, you're looking at a team all of a sudden that can have what, you know, two first round picks. And if you're looking at a lineup where, again, you're going to have to get some guys out of the portal. I totally get that. But if you're, uh, if you're Arizona and you can go into next year with a lineup where you've got to still your front court intact of have uh, and Andre, you demand. Um but uh if you could have your front court intact of Christian Coloco, Julius Tabellas, Daylon Terry and you get a little bit more athletic at those two guard spots and obviously you bring back Kerr, you bring back Pella, my bad Pella. All of a sudden you have something that you can really work with right there because you're not going to find a lot of teams bringing back more. I think Tommy Lloyd knows that he's got to alter the complexion of the, or the construction of the roster a little bit. I think that's certainly going to happen, and honestly, he was just named Coach of the Year 100% deserved. There is no doubt that he should have gotten that award, and I'm just excited for Arizona basketball. I know a lot of people are bummed the way the season ends, but you got to remember, only one team wins it at the end of the day. Arizona basketball is in good, really, really good hands right now. You know what else is in really good hands, though, is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. All right. Five dollars in, you get two hundred dollars in free plays. If you're a new customer and the team that you bet on wins, it's really that easy, it's that simple. I like Duke in this NCAA tournament matchup. You got to bet on one of these teams to win, and uh, if that team wins, you get those two hundred dollars in free plays that you are able to do anything you want with at any point. It's fun stuff, and again, DraftKings Sportsbook app, it's the most respected sportsbook app, it's not going anywhere. And again, check it out. Also, check out GoPhnx. All kinds of good stuff going on right there. Great kind of merchandise. If you get a membership, you get all kinds of you get you know some free a free shirt, uh, fifty cents for the first month. A lot of written stuff from all over the state. We got basically everything cornered right there. It's essentially a one stop shop. But uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow again. Big guests coming on this week. Lamont Lovett, Thursday. Jason Shearer, he doesn't know that he's coming on Friday, but he is going to be coming on Friday. And we're going to keep this thing rolling all throughout the offseason. But again, big tip of the captain, the big dog, Brody Dryden. Big future ahead of him. I'm Mike Luke. Everybody, thanks for commenting. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. <laughs>